Does your startup need to get a SOC 2 report to close big deals? Or do you already have a SOC 2 report and want to make it easier to maintain year after year? Vanta has built software that makes it easier to both get and renew your SOC 2. With Vanta, you avoid anxious auditor interviews, and you don't have to capture hundreds of screenshots proving that you are SOC 2 compliant to your auditor. Companies like Lattice, User Testing, and hundreds of others have successfully gotten their SOC 2 reports with Vanta. Equity listeners can redeem $1,000 off of Vanta subscription by visiting vanta.com slash equity. That's vanta.com slash equity. Hello, this is Natasha, and you are listening to Equity Monday for September 28th, 2020. So for those of you who have joined us on Mondays before, you recognize my name from Thursday, but not today. I am taking over for Alex, who's on a much-deserved and decaffeinated, it seems, vacation. So thanks for having me, and happy Monday. Instead of market opens, which is how Alex usually starts it, I thought I would start us off with a market mantra. It might be a stretch, but all I want to put out this week in terms of energy is that, of course, our traditional forms of self-care are not sufficing. We are not in traditional times. So if you're feeling 30% right now, or 130%, or 2 out of 10, or 3 out of 10, when life makes 0% chance, give yourself, give your friends some grace, because this is a lot, even though the world is moving on in some way, emotionally, out of adaption, things are still really hard. So that's what's top of mind for me this morning. I'm obviously doing great. Welcome back to the work week. Um, Before we kind of get into the news, two notes. One, Equity Pod is back on YouTube. You can check that out at youtube.com slash techcrunch for clips of the show. And of course, follow Equity on Twitter at twitter.com slash equity pod. With that, let's begin. So over the weekend, the New York Times published a blockbuster story showing our president, Donald J. Trump's tax returns. The headline, I'll just say it, the headline is so succinct that it tells the story for you. It says, long concealed records show Trump's chronic losses and years of tax avoidance. Now, I can't do this investigation justice on a morning podcast, but I can kind of give you a couple of the figures that you need to know and end with a call to action. Number one that you need to know is that Donald J. Trump paid $750 hard stop in federal income taxes the year he won presidency. In his first year in the White House, he paid another $750, reports the New York Times. The Times also says that he has paid no income taxes at all in 10 of the previous 15 years because of his own reporting that he is losing so much more money than he made. This does not even chalk into account the decades-long audit battle he's having with the IRS over almost 73 million tax refund that he claimed and received was legitimate. That ruling could cost him more than 100 million, depending on if it goes adverse. And so at this point in the podcast, I will just tell you to pause. I will tell you to open up 2020up2.us and check your voter registration status, get your mail-in ballot stuff figured out. For those of us who are procrastinators, I'm not judging you. Just do it. So when it comes time, we only have five weeks left. I think it's worth making sure to take care of your voter registration status. And that is all I will say about this story. 
other than you need to read it and that you need to register to vote in reaction to the story at a minimum. I don't care about your tweets about it. I care about your voter registration status. Other than that, I have a couple of small news hits to get into. Number one, Poshmark filed its S1 confidentially. And so confidentially means that we can't see numbers and they could change their mind. They have before. So I have a little bit of trust issues, which is tempering my excitement. But it is interesting, especially given that another used online clothing shop called ThreadUp is planning to IPO early next year. Two other public company nods I will force myself to give is that Palantir is listing on the New York Stock Exchange either Tuesday or Wednesday, could be valued at more than $22 billion. And so we'll definitely catch you up on the reaction on our Thursday show. And finally, another direct listing. So the Bill Gurley fans, please stand up, is Asana, a workplace productivity and collaboration product that was started by the co-founder of Facebook, Dustin Moskovitz. Make sure to read Alex Conrad of Forbes's profile on Moskovitz. It's fascinating and will give you enough details to tweet yourself into that filing, which is expected to list on Wednesday. Last thing, Alexis Ohanian filed paperwork on Friday and I broke the news of his new fund eyeing a 150 million close. We don't have more details than that. He declined to comment via DMs, which is super fair due to solicitation of traditional funds. But the things you need to know is that he's eyeing 150 million for the close. People say he is going to be investing in pre-seed and seed stage startups. Some say up to B. Stage doesn't mean anything in 2020, so take that as you will. And that the new fund is named 776, which could be a nod to a ton of things. 776 is the year the Olympics first were held. It's also the year that the Olympics are also important to his family. Serena Williams, his wife, has four Olympic gold medals to her name, and their daughter's name is Olympia. So there's something happened with the Olympics. We don't know yet. We will have the story on TechCrunch.com when we have more. All right, let's run through some funding rounds. So Tencent led a 65 million Series A in a Chinese fitness tech startup, Fitur, according to Deal Street Asia. TLDR is that do not be fooled. Peloton is not a domestic success story. The Chinese fitness market is heating up a ton. Keep, which is another Chinese fitness tech startup, serves 200 million users, which is almost 90% of the market there, and raised four months ago, becoming a unicorn. And so Fitur, Keep are some names that you might start hearing more of on our website. I think the conversation tends to stop at Peloton within media. And I'm here to say that there's other beasts that are gearing up. Another startup, PayMongo, landed a 12 million Series A led by Stripe, who the inimitable Kate Clark, an alum of the show, has written a bit about their investment theory, if you want to read their story on the information. Anyways, PayMongo offers online API payments for businesses in the Philippines, and it is the first Filipino-owned financial tech startup to take part in YC. So of course, YC was investor, Bedrock Capital, Global Founders Capital, and it's one of ton of fintech companies in Southeast Asia that have kind of accelerated growth during the pandemic, right? There are so many businesses that have been prompted to digitize their operations. And the founder said that digital transactions in the Philippines grew 42% between January and April because of lockdowns. Last note I'll give on the funding rounds is that Noyo, another API company, has raised a 12.5 million Series A round. And it works on health insurance API. So it allows customers to kind of 
track and execute and confirm member transaction requests to healthcare carriers. My favorite detail about Noyo that you need to know, other than it has recently raised, is that it's not the first startup by Zenefits alums that are working on an API startup play. And I love when this happens, right? It tells you about how a previous company has cultivated both strong people, strong enough to start their own companies, but also, you know, shown in ways that we can ask for more. Noyo's co-founders, Shannon Goggin and Dennis Lee, you know, started the product out of frustration while working for Zenefits, and it's not the first to do so. All right. Last thing. I did not want to talk about TikTok today, but of course I had to. So first I'll address that if it's okay for you to be tired about TikTok, I will tell you why you should listen to me anyways, as I give you the latest, is that if, you know, the U.S. gets its way, if the U.S. successfully gets a chunk of TikTok, kicks out or bans TikTok, it could do the same with other companies. And so this is precedent and this is more than TikTok. And so don't look at this as a TikTok story. Look at this as a a global story that could change the way foreign companies operate in the United States of America. With that, the latest on the TikTok saga is that the federal court has said that a ban on TikTok will not go into effect on Monday today as scheduled. For weeks, the President has signed executive orders threatening to shut down the viral video app over fears of data that is being sent to the Chinese government. TikTok has, of course, rejected those claims, but there had there was a ban that was kind of anticipated. And now with the move to delay it, Americans can kind of continue using it while the court considers its legality and whether the app poses a risk to national security. If you want to know a little bit about more about kind of the legal back and forth Read our story on the website. All you need to know is that it's not yet banned and that it's continuing to evolve. But the decision is kind of the latest. Before, when we talked about it, we heard that maybe ByteDance and the government were being friendly with each other and potentially Oracle and ByteDance were going to work together and create some trusted partner baloney. The deal has obviously frayed and is not happening as we understand it currently. But with the delay of the ban, we can expect more news to continue to break and TikTok's future in our country to remain really confusing and take up airtime for us. But with that, (laughs) that was Equity Monday on September 28th, 2020. I appreciate you letting me start your week with you. And we are back Thursday afternoon, unless something big happens like Palantir acquiring TikTok through a SPAC. That's all for now. Follow the show on Twitter at EquityPod or myself on Twitter at nmask with a C underscore. And we're back later this week.